0: Hey, everybody. It's Connor from the HooperCast and Dustin from the HooperCast. Hi, Dustin. Hey, Hooper. How are you? I'm I'm delightful. It is Monday night, August uh, twen- 20th? Yeah, 20th. It is the 20th. Yeah, man, we're almost all the way through August. I know, right? It's insane. It is. Um, but not insane if you want to go out to the movies, um, <laughs> but if you are going out to the movies... Um, it, it might be uh, notable to check out the weekend box office numbers, yeah. Um, as we're apt to do here on the quick pick. Before we get started, just want to let y'all remind you, uh, go like the Hoopercast Facebook page so that you can uh, participate in, in our Wednesday night live streams, and subscribe to the YouTube channel to help us get to a thousand subscribers so that we can make that money. Money. Woo! All right. Um, in the number one spot over this past weekend, um, uh, was a. a a film which i i every I, I, <laughs> I, I could every time like the title popped up it seemed like a parody title but the film is called crazy rich asians yes and it is about some some crazy rich asians man evidently and uh and and uh so apropos of that name they're of course uh, debuting at number one in the box office over the weekend with uh 26 uh million dollars Um, they they knocked uh the Almighty the Meg out of the number one spot, which had been number one, I guess just the one week, the one week, yeah. But the Meg the Meg had knocked Mission Impossible Fallout of out of the number one spot, yeah. Um, so uh, so the Crazy Rich Asians took number one, um, and then the Meg, of course, falling to number two, and Mile Twenty Two, the Peter Berg film starring Mark 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 Wahlberg. mark Wahlberg. mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I, i've got Wahlberg on the brain because i had walburgers over the weekend actually dude i i just found one near me i'm gonna go so soon we went to uh down to foley the, the mobile listeners will know this down to owa um in mm. foley um about where the green lanterns of, live uh, no not owa oh, okay. owa. oh yeah got it. um <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I, I went to the gate and there was avon sewer like hello hello Welcome. hello. yeah um yeah actually so we went down to oa and there's there's a wall burgers that's like the closest wall burgers to me there is and it oh, was cool. so have you ever eaten there i haven't it was so good Ooh, i can't it wait was, it was delicious it was yummy um sweet everyone get the ofd the originally from dorchester burger <laughs> And uh, it's delicious, and then awesome. the, and the sweet potato tots are as well. Yeah. Anyway, sweet. so um, so yeah, but but uh, too bad. Uh, so it seems to me like the burger was better than Mile Twenty Two probably was this weekend. Mm. Although thirteen millions, you know, uh,
1: you know, know, it's okay for what sure. that movie is. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure what the budget on that was. Um, I'm. I see something 50, that says, says 50, fifty million. million. Yeah. Um, so it's probably not going to make its money back. Mm. Um, so, man eh. Peter
0: Berg is typically pretty consistent, but this I've been hearing that this one's kind of like among his his lesser films.
1: You know, I really loved Lone Survivor, and I really love Patriots. What is it? Patriots Day. Patriots I, Day. I love both of those movies, and I haven't seen Deepwater Horizon yet. But, um, but yeah, I have heard this one's sort of the least of those. For Mark Wahlberg, Peter Berg movies,
0: yeah. um, Well, that's at number three, uh, and Mission Impossible Fallout has now fallen to fallen out, (laughs) out. Fallout to to number four. Yep. Uh, But Mission Impossible Fallout's done just fine. It only made ten million dollars in this uh, fourth weekend, which still kind of seems a little low. I mean, their domestic is at one eighty one, but their their global box office is at half a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just crossed they, this weekend. they crossed over 500,000, 500,000, 500 million. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yep. it's still just notable to me um, that way down and, uh, oh, well, where'd it go? I lost it. Um, way down at number uh, 37. Is Avengers Infinity War, which is now on home release. I have it on Blu-ray now, yep. but it still made $100,000 this weekend.
1: Yep, somehow. I don't know who's still showing it, but um, uh, more power theaters. to them.
0: Yeah, and 152 theaters showing Solo, which made yeah. uh, literally, was like $46 more dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah, kidding. Right. About $46 more dollars.
1: Within good, the margin of error. Good, good for Mr. Solo.
0: Yeah, yeah. Still cranking out money. So that's that's right, good. Right. Yeah. Now, um, here is um here's something to to take note of for, for this weekend's box office. Normally it's just we kinda it's fun to sort of analyze the numbers, like how did this and what does this mean and all this stuff. It's yeah. really, really, really interesting that a film not only starring an all Asian cast, but called Crazy Rich Asians, like as yeah. if the cast wasn't obvious enough just to remind you, like, oh by the way. It's a bunch right. of Asians in this movie, right, right, right. Um, debuting at number one, which is a really significant thing because yeah. it seems like uh studios in Hollywood is starting to listen to people who who want uh you know greater diversity and representation uh in in movies and in, in major studio. I mean, what studio is this? This is
1: Warner this Brothers. Is Warner Brothers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it 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 only makes sense, um, you know, when you think about something like, you know, and I, I hate to even draw this comparison, but something like the Medea movies, um, you know, they they are made not just for the general public, but they're also sort of made so that, um, th- and this is the same way with like Christian movies, um, you know, the the people depicted in the film um, tend to come out in in droves to see the film, to, basically just to support the filmmaker, to support the film, to support representation. Um, and so, so it really doesn't super surprise me that Crazy Rich Asians would do that, um, especially when you look at, say, even the top 30 here. Um, there's not really any Asian – characters in any of these movies except for maybe bd wong and jurassic world um so so it just makes sense that you're gonna have people you know come out and support that movie so yeah i i'm, I'm all for that
0: yeah dude it's it's pretty 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 interesting pretty sick pretty um it's a good thing. I mean, it's 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 good. It's it's just good for storytelling. Like we said before, like even if you're not, even if you're kind of oblivious to to the importance of representation to certain groups, it's mm. still you. It's undeniable that that uh, that it's it makes for richer, um, uh, more interesting storytelling because you've got characters and heritages who now can have their stories told and and people will pay money to see it. And so yep. studios now have no excuse really to, you know, it's weird because before before it was like, oh, it's racist that they may not make like a movie like Black Panther or Get Out or Crazy yeah. Rich Asians, but it's like I wouldn't say so much it's racism as it just is perceived unmarketability. Yeah. which might have some totally. sort of racist, you know, root in there, but but it's always been a business as we know and um yep. And if they don't think they can sell it, they're not going to do it. So right. now when you have people screaming, that's okay, we want to see this. Here's
1: our money. Yeah. You just go, oh, okay, cool. Just oh, making okay. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um I tell you what's something that's that's interesting is if you look at the top five here, Crazy Rich Asians, the Meg, Mile Twenty Two, Mission Impossible Fallout, and Alpha, yeah. um, three of those are in their first week. Yep. Three of those are underperforming. Well, well two of those are underperforming, and then Crazy Rich Asians, I think, is doing better than people anticipated. Yeah. Um, I, I I anticipate next week. Because if you look at what's coming out this coming weekend, we've got Ken, Operation Finale, The Little Stranger, um, Bloodfest um, in wide release. Um, I don't really anticipate any of those cracking the top five next uh, or this coming weekend. Um, so I think Crazy Rich Asians will stay in. Um, and I think the Meg will stay in, um, mile 22, it might be maybe a number five, but I would anticipate mission impossible fallout kind of jumping up at least to the number three spot for next weekend. You um, so? it, yeah, if not all the way back up to two, it just wow. depends on the legs that the Meg has. Um, well, you know, it's a shark I, Dustin. So, well, this is true. So uh, no the, legs the, at all. The, the fins that it has, <laughs> um, um, the you know, teeth, cause maybe. Yeah. So there you go. So the Meg has a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes um, compared to Mission Impossible Fallout's 97. Um, so so it's very possible that the Meg could drop. Um, if it does, the Mission Impossible Fallout could in fact take the number two spot again next week. And again, hmm. that's assuming that Crazy Rich Asians will hang on to the lead, which I think is probably fairly safe to assume. Um, it has a 93, I think, on Rotten Tomatoes. So um, it's, it's doing well. Critically, and I think that what you'll have is a lot of people coming out just to support the diversity of the film in its second weekend. Um, so, so I'd anticipate that staying on number two, maybe Mission Impossible: Fallout at number, or I'm sorry, that at number one, Mission Impossible: Fallout at two, followed by The Meg, maybe Mile Twenty Two, and then maybe Christopher Robin to to round out the five. Um, but but that that's sort of just you know weird
0: predictions. So you're not predicting the Happy Time Murders doing well this coming weekend. Oh, is that coming out this weekend? I believe it is. It's the twenty fourth. Oh crap! I'm reading the, on, I'm reading Am I on my f- at the wrong date here. I'm reading it on my phone sideways. So hold on, <laughs> make sure I got
1: it right. Oh, yep, yep. I'm looking at the wrong date. The wrong
0: weekend. Okay. So, yeah, my bad. So guys. here's the here's the X Factor is the Happy Time Murders because yep, yep, that's yep. that's if again even if you don't think it's gonna be good, it's a real gimmicky thing. It's an R-rated uh, buddy cop film <laughs> with a pu- with a blue puppet and Melissa McCarthy. So, considering those numbers, do you think yeah. that outperforms Crazy Rich, crazy rich Asians?
1: Um, I don't know that it'll it'll outperform it. I think it'll be number 2. Number 2 for sure. Yeah, in that case, yeah. I'm I'm going to say that's going to be number 2. Because what's um, Crazy Rich Asians rated? Is it PG-13? Uh, I, believe, I believe it's PG-13. Um. So so that's gonna that's gonna hang on to that. Yep. Plus, like I said, you've got the diversity factor going for yep. it. Um. You're gonna have people just just come out just to support that fact. Because um, normally
0: normally like the assumption for me is like the second weekend is not gonna do the numbers of the first weekend. But in a mo- in the case of a movie like this, it could be pretty close because like you said, the word of mouth and once people yeah. hear that the film is not, only, they see the Rotten Tomato score, they see yeah. the 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 skin color of the cast, and right. they also hear, hey, by the way, it's a good film. It's good, and they go, yeah. oh. It's Cool. This is worth my time. I thought this was just some some marketing gimmick, but yep, there's yep. a story here. That's great. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I, I think it'll hold on to the number one spot. Look, here. Here's what I. You know, I think the Happy Time Murders is gonna do better than i'm anticipating but Mm -hmm. my initial thought is look it's an r-rated movie that's about puppets it feels weird it's also got melissa mccarthy which you either love or you hate um you know i feel like it's gonna be it's just gonna be a weird one to try to predict um but i but i do think probably number two on that you know the r-rated comedy um movies have been doing pretty well lately so interesting yeah, it, it'll be an interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens next weekend for sure.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know what I feel about about e- either of these films. You know, like I when I saw like the trailer for for Happy Time Writers I thought, oh, that could be funny. And the closer and closer it gets to it, I just I'm I'm so apathetic about it.
1: Like right, I don't, right, I don't right, really right.
0: care, you know. Yeah it's weird. It's, it's like, I'm just losing my stomach for that type of stuff. I'm just like, whatever.
1: Well, to me, you know, and, and maybe this is better for our longer form show. Um, but, but for me, you know, I I think, I think it's, it's riding on a gimmick, which could play itself out very quickly. Um, the gimmick is, Hey, you've never seen puppets do this before. And it's like, yeah, but after 30 minutes I have. So, so what else you got? You know what I mean? So, yeah yeah
0: yeah it'll 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 we'll see it's it's definitely a yeah. funny sketch it's a funny trailer yeah, totally totally but is it a funny feature-length film exactly because you still got to have character and if they don't have character all they have as bunch of gags and jokes and the movie has no staying power exactly so um yeah we'll definitely see on that well um that's gonna do it for the weekend quick pick everybody um if you uh if you liked this little ditty of course you're listening on itunes or any other podcast delivery platform you're already subscribed to our show so thank you. Um, in fact, that's the only place to get the show now that I think about it. So yeah. I pre- so, uh, so, so thank thanks. You. Yes, um, if you want to uh, participate in the live stream on Wednesday night, you can go to Facebook and like the HooperCast uh, Facebook page and then you can participate in the live streams. We typically get started at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and if you could please subscribe to our YouTube channel, help us get to 1,000 subscribers uh, so that we can uh, obtain sponsorship, make money and, yes, and and win in life. Yes, <laughs> because that to do that, help. to do
1: that, you can, you must have money. There's no other way. To- <laughs> right, to 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 a, a large extent, you must have some money. Yes, some some currency in your pocket.
0: <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, catch us on Wednesday live, or catch the episode right here on iTunes on Friday. Uh, get out there, see some good movies. See some of these movies, maybe. Um, next week, we're gonna be uh, I'm gonna be talking about Oculus. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want st- uh, something to listen uh, to watch, so that you can sort of follow along with us in the episode, maybe ask us some questions during the live stream. Uh, I'll be talking about Oculus and a handful of other films. Um, yeah. That uh, that gradually erode my excitement for films like The Happy Time Murders.
1: <laughs> in comparison, gotcha. And I'll be talking about Teen Titans go to the movies, which is still in theaters. Um, not doing so hot in theaters, but um, but yeah, I, I think um, you'll enjoy the conversation.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. See you guys. Uh, well, I was gonna say next week. See you guys in a couple days or four days. Uh, yeah. One of those. One of those things or one later. If you're behind on your shows. (laughs) Right. All right. Goodbye.